Welcome to Getting Work to Work, a weekly podcast exploring the creative and curious world of work through monologues and conversations with creative entrepreneurs, storytellers, and change makers. The social media posts are telling about this time of year. Content producers are planning and pausing. There's nothing wrong with approaching creativity from a time-based perspective. We shove everything we touch into an economic calendar for better or worse. Seeing how hard big businesses are promoting their sales, all one can say is, tis the season. But what I'm discovering is that creativity transcends the clock and calendar. Instead, it's the deep and cyclical work of emptying yourself of everything you are and refilling your mind and spirit with who you will become. The endless cycle of creativity might reset every week, month, or year, but that is less important than the work you'll do and what will fill you up. Show notes and links to all the good stuff mentioned in this episode can be found at gwtw.co slash 741. Maybe it's the afterglow of Thanksgiving with all the sales, the approaching blitz of activity that is the end of the year, or even the biting chill in the air representing the shift of seasons from fall to winter. But I'm thinking a lot about cycles and seasons. Several clients are entering a short season of pause and reflection as it relates to their podcasts and shows. I'm also seeing people posting similar messages on social media. And don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with that. It's incredibly healthy, as long as you are planning and pausing for the right reasons, in the right timing for you and your shows. Because we can't really escape the clock or calendar, it just keeps on going. But we don't need to hold our creativity to the same level of productivity or expectation that we apply to everything else in our lives. If there's one fundamental lesson I've learned in my career, it's that every creative project has its own built-in cycle of creativity. For getting work to work, I've taken breaks here and there, but I haven't felt the need to take an extended break. And when I say extended break, like two, three, five, six months, even a year, I don't pause for holidays, birthdays, or special events the show just goes on until it won't. And that's just how I approached the show since day one. And it has created a structure and rhythm to my week that is enjoyable and fuels everything else I do. Seven years in, I know that on certain days I'll be writing and recording monologues and other days researching and preparing for guests or even editing interviews. And throughout, I'm constantly taking in new information, because just like the questions that I ask all my guests, I'm endlessly curious about everything that I put into the show. But for other projects, such as Beyond Your Imagination, my other podcast about filmmaking, that needed a two-year pause before an idea for reinvention came about. And recently, I relaunched the show as a seasons-based podcast, where each season's going to be wildly different. In season two, I'm having conversations with the same guest over the entire podcast season. And in season three, I'm going to do the same, but instead of breaking down the production process, we're going to talk about films and how we can learn from films. And that's just what the project needed. 
And not only that, but that's what it needed to stand out from what getting work to work is. And it's become fresh and fun in a new way. Much of my work is done on a weekly cadence, but some projects require more time. And it's that shift in cadence from weekly to monthly to quarterly to yearly that requires me to approach the work differently. I can operate at a different speed, slower usually, and I can be more reflective and introspective. And honestly, it can be challenging as hell because I'm used to every week sitting down, pouring myself out into the show, and then moving on and resetting. And the process is baked into the week. When you're doing that over a month, it's so hard. It's so different, so challenging. And what this leads me to think is that there's the work that we do, and then the creativity the work demands. But then as the creator, I need to understand where I fit into this relationship because I'm not the work, I'm not the creativity, and I'm the facilitator between all of these things. And some projects demand more from me than others. And the challenging thing is if I don't understand this, the project has a tendency to grow stale, die on the vine, or frustrate me to no end. Even writing this monologue, I recognize just how challenging it is to approach multiple projects and how applying advice from social media or even podcasts like this or from caring members of your family or friends, anything out of context to your own experience can be outrageously dangerous. But where this is all leading me is to the understanding of what the project needs, yes, but also what you need, what I need. Because the endless cycle of creativity is not just about doing the work in the cadence that it needs, but it's about emptying yourself. Emptying yourself of everything that you know, everything you are. I mean, could you imagine pouring yourself out to the point where you have nothing left to say? I mean, that blows my mind. That's been a fear of other people as we have conversations. It's like, what happens if you run out of ideas? And to some extent, the desire is to empty ourselves so that we can then fill ourselves back up. A great way to think about this is giving everything you have to a project in the moment. I know that some days, some episodes are going to get more of me than others. It might be a deep dive into creativity, which is a different level of commitment than a rant about social media or some topic in between. But when you show up with that attitude of emptying yourself, there's no question then of whether you gave it your all. And on top of that, you can start to see when it's time to pause and reflect. When you pause, unless you're stopping, always set a date and time when you'll be back. Even if you don't hit that deadline, at least you'll know that you intend to come back. Now, the interesting thing about Beyond Your Imagination is I had no intention of coming back. I left it so open-ended and I just, I, I wasn't even thinking about it. And it was two years later during the pause that I was reflecting, I was working with clients who sparked ideas and hanging out with friends and all of that gave me space 
for new ideas to kind of bubble up inside and say, what if? They provided new ways for me to grow and shift into a new chapter of my life. And that's the power of filling yourself up when you're empty. When you empty yourself, when you pause and reflect, and you start to fill yourself back up, it's not with who you've been, but it's about new ideas, ways to challenge yourself, or a new identity for the next chapter of your life and how you're going to evolve. Because life is change, and change is not a bad thing. It can be as tiny as, yeah, in this podcast, I want to be more conversational and be more me. But then on the other end, it could be as massive as, I want to change industries or careers or niches or go back to school or not go back to school, whatever it is. And it's hard to know where you're headed or even who you're becoming if you don't expend all that creative energy of who you've been. And that is the endless cycle of creativity. This is the work. And very rarely does that work align perfectly with clocks and calendars. I mean, we can try to force it into a box. We do that with New Year's resolutions. And how well do those work out? Very rarely do they work out. So it's important, no matter the season, to pay attention to what you need. Maybe you need to create more. Wow, that's not possible, Chris. I'm creating so much. Well, maybe you do need to create more, more variety, more different uh, projects, more deeper projects, so that then you give yourself more space to hear. Or maybe you need to pause so you can actually reflect or start taking in completely new ideas so that you can become that next version of yourself. Honestly, this is the work that I'll be doing in 2024. And I hope you will too, because it's an exciting time to be a creator. Yes, it's incredibly challenging, but we need to prepare ourselves and our souls for the work ahead of us. Give it everything you have and take it all in because everything is there for us to create with, to turn into creative projects. It's all there. If you're willing to do the work to get on this endless cycle of creativity, it's not a hamster wheel. It is something more profound and deep that will change your life forever. Until next time, May creativity and curiosity fuel your life.